Hello, Father. Hello, son. How was your day? It was all right. I'm uh, fighting some uh, sickness here. Um, but I went and was with my DM this morning, and uh, she was talking to me about possibly, um, I think, taking over the Leesburg store, which is only an hour away from Front Royal. And my um, my lease is up in three months, so it would it would be nice timing. Hmm. All right. But I gotta pray about it and not step out in my own understanding. Yeah, Leesburg is less than an hour away from Front Royal. Well, from your house, but you're on the outskirts of Front Royal. Okay. Unless you're going to house me, I mean, technically, you know, I, I don't drink anymore. I, I, I quit vaping, so I don't need nicotine anymore. I mean, I think that's the only rules, right? Oh, yeah, I got to marry my girlfriend, which I'm totally okay with. Like, I think I, I got the check marks out. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I advocate for that. I'm down. I'm down. It's not me, but I'm down for that. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay, Dad. You earned your 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 personal space. It's okay. I'm not worried about that. I like that my family around me. Amen. Okay, so Aaron, you know I'm okay with that. You know you, who you got to talk to, right? Oh man! Oh man! How about we finish off the second part, the second house, and then we'll revisit this conversation. Well, if I had somebody living around that was helping me, it'd go a lot faster. But. Right. That's, that's a great selling point. There's there's a whole there's a whole deck built on the end of it now hanging out over the basement. Did you know that, Aaron? Mm -mm, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, the retaining walls are back there, and there's a big deck over the top of the retaining walls. Hey, Ray. Uh, hey there, Aiden. And Jake's on with Ray. Ray is Jake on with you? Yes, sir. All right. Hey, Jake. Hi. I I have a testimony. If I can, can I share it? Uh huh. Okay. Um, I get paid uh every two weeks, and um, I set my tithe aside, but I didn't go to church, and I ended up spending my tithe. Um, for gas and groceries and dog food for the house. And um, I got a little sideways about it. Like, how am I going to make that up? Because I'm still recouping from when I was out sick. And um, the Lord was like, just relax. It's good. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. Um, I sold three cups that I made. And the fee was $105. And 
and she paid me she paid me my tithe money wow. <laughs> so it's like god gave me my sacrifice so all that i was that all that i was really had to come up with was $12.50 of my new tithe hey, is isn't that awesome that is so but 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 what you just said is key to what everybody needs to understand about tithing. Here's what she just it came, said. It came, it came with a caveat, caveat, and yep. that is like um, he didn't say it, but I just know it. Um, I'm not spending my tithe money anymore on anything. But he provided for me. He gave me my sacrifice. The most important thing that Mel just said right now is that God provided the sacrifice. But here's what I want everybody to understand. He always provides the sacrifice. Right. Everything that you have is his. The deal that he makes, the deal that God makes with you is I'm going to give you 100%. And all I expect you to do is put 10% of it back into the kingdom. That's all. So if you truly believe that everything that you have belongs to him, all he's asking you to do is take 10% of what he's already given you and put it back into the, into the kingdom. I'm down. I'm down for that. Or, I just think it was so amazing how he's just like, don't worry about it, girl. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. So tonight we're in Proverbs chapter 19. Yes, sir. Ray and Jake, is mom with you guys? Yes, sir. Awesome. I love it. I love it when my wife is on. That is okay. so awesome. Chapter 19 of Proverbs. Everybody uh, turn in your Bibles there. Aaron? Yes, sir. Would you like to say the prayer? Um, I can. Please do. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh. Lord, uh, we come to you today and we just, we ask that you bless us, Lord, and that you touch each one of us, Lord, and that you allow the Holy Spirit to come down and fill us up, Lord. Um, we ask that we leave this Bible study better people than when we entered it. And we just thank you, Lord, always for providing for us, even providing the time now that we can give back to you, Lord, in this Bible study. Um, please uh, continue to forgive us for our sins and continue to bless our lives spiritually, financially. Um, physically, Lord, and just thank you for everything that you do so much, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Okay, chapter 19. Who's going to read? Are, are, are you anxious to read, Mel? Go for it. 
I am. <laughs> How far can I go? <laughs> um, look, we, we try to do like five verses at a time and then recap. So yes. why, don't you, why don't you knock out the first five there? Yes, sir. Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one who is perverse in his lips and is a fool. Also, it is not good for a soul to be without knowledge. And he sins, excuse me, and he who sins, oh, Lord, slow down. And he sins who hastens with his feet. Foolishness of a man twists his way and his heart frets against the Lord. Wealth makes many friends, but the poor is separated from his friend. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who speaks lies will not escape. All right. So in the first verse, what Mel read was, Better is the poor that walks in his integrity than he is a, that is perverse in his lips and is a fool. Another translation of that says, Better is a poor man who is living an honest life than the, than, than the person who is adept at double talk, who is a fool. So better is it to live a poor life and honest than it is to be a wealthy person or, or a person of, of circumstance um, that, that, that double talk, that has a forked tongue. And uh, another translation, I, I highlighted two of them for this one, says... Better is the poor man whose ways are upright than the man of wealth whose ways are twisted. Better is it to, for us to be poor and have an upright way than it is to be rich and to be a twisted person. Also, that the soul be without knowledge, it is not good, and he that hastes with his feet sins. Another translation of that is, without knowledge, even zeal is not good. Without knowledge, even zeal is not good. And he who acts hastily blunders. So a person that, that I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this into scriptural sense for us who are trying to grow uh, uh, spiritually. Okay. We're trying to grow spiritually here. This is the whole purpose of our family coming together is to gain understanding, uh, to, to, to get mature in God's word. We have to be grounded in God's word. And, and this verse right here, what this means is that even if we're zealous, even if we're zealous for God's word, it's not good if we don't understand God's word. And... Early on, early on, I was so on fire and so zealous for God's word that I ran out in front of God's word a lot. And, and a lot of new believers do that. A lot of new believers do that. We run out in front of God's word. And we're doing something in zeal without a full understanding of what God's word says. Verse 3. Verse 3, the foolishness of man perverts his way and his heart frets against the Lord. The foolishness of man perverts his way and his heart frets against the Lord. A man's own folly wrecks his life and then he bears a grudge against the Lord. 
So, so this verse three, pay attention to it. Okay. Especially, especially my sons who are on tonight. Listen to this word closely. A man's own folly wrecks his life. So a person's own decisions, their own decision to let their heart get twisted, their own decision to, to, to feel uh, jealous or their own decision to feel angry or their own decision to feel um, proud or their own decision to feel like they're better or worse than other people. Those decisions, those decisions, those decisions to get out of your godly place, those decisions to lie down in the muck of life, those wreck your life. Those will take you off the track that the Lord has for you. Those will take you off the plan and out of the, 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 the path of blessings that the Lord has for you. And it says, and then that man, the one who, one who wrecks his life, bears a grudge against God. So they blame God for their circumstances. They blame God for allowing them to have gone through all these things. When in fact, the whole time, their own decisions on how they handled that situation is, is the result of what happened. See, God never tells us that we're not going to go through trials. In fact, he promises us, he guarantees us we're going to go through trials. Here's what he promises us. He promises us that he will always be with us through those trials. And he gives us instruction on how to handle those trials. And he promises us that if we follow his instructions, that we're going to get through those trials just fine. But, but we decide that we're going to try to face those trials our own way. And we're going to try to struggle through those trials the way that we see is right. And then we blame God for the outcome. Verse four, wealth makes many friends, but the poor is separated from his neighbor. That's that, that one's self-explanatory. People with money have lots of people around them and they all say that they're their friends. But the second they're poor, the second their money goes away, where's all their friends? Their friends disappear with the money. So you never really know who is your true friend until you're broke. And when you're broke, then you know who your real friend is. Sometimes it's a true blessing in life to go through a situation in your life when you're destitute because you know at that time who your real friends are. Verse 5. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaks lies shall not escape a false witness shall not be unpunished and he that speaks lies shall not escape a person that tells lies a person that double talks okay i'm i'll say it all these knuckleheads that are telling lies against the the president for the last week well for the last three years they will not go unpunished mark my words in fact i'll prophesy right now the reason why they're so panicked the reason why they're doing all this stuff desperately is because they know if Trump gets a second term, and he will, they're all going to prison. 
Every last one of them is going to prison. That's why. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaks lies shall not escape. No, they will not. Praise God. Verse 6. Many will entreat the favor of the prince, and every man is a friend to him that gives gifts. Every man's a friend to him that, to him that gives bribes. Okay? Lots of people are going to try to get the favor of the prince. And all those people are going to circle around the one that gives bribes. All the brethren of the poor do hate him. How much more do his friends go far from him? He pursues them with words, yet they are wanting to him. Another translation of that says, A poor man... A poor man's own brothers. And this, listen to this, my sons, your brothers. It's talking about own brothers here. A poor man's own brothers will turn away from him in embarrassment. How much more will his friends? He calls after them, but they're gone. He that gets wisdom loves his own soul. He that keeps understanding shall find good. He that gets wisdom loves his own soul. A person, a person that desires wisdom desires to edify their own soul. But a person that gets understanding will find good. Verse 9 and 10, they're tied together. I'm going to do them both. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaks lies shall perish. Delight is not seemly for a fool, much less for a servant to have a rule over princes. Another translation of that says, False witness shall not be unpunished, he that speaks lies shall perish, and luxury is not seemly for a fool, much less for a servant to be ruling over the princes. Amen. Much less for a servant to be ruling over the princes. The sons and daughters of God are being ruled over by those who have been put in a place to serve. The servants are ruling and the princesses and the princes have become their slaves. Verse 11, the discretion of a man defers his anger, and it is his glory to pass over a transgression. Amen. Um, that means a man's wisdom will make him slow to get angry. And it's his glory to turn away from a fault. To, to, to not address a fault or to, to walk away from it. We'll stop right there. That, that last verse does not apply to a man's children, just in case any of you try to play that string. Oh, like if they were being... <laughs> I get it. If they did something they weren't supposed to. <laughs> yeah. So... I, well, and I also needed to clarify that because 
I'm I'm the mercy dad. I let a lot of things go, and I and I leave my wife a lot of times to be the disciplinarian. So she gets a little <clears throat> weary with that sometimes. All right. <clears throat> so I I love to be the mercy dad. Being the mercy dad's the best place to be. Aaron wore me out. Actually, my batteries were run down. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I thought I was a great child growing up. Y'all loved me. You're a wonderful child. We still love you, son. Thanks. Yeah. Love that you too, Dad. doesn't take away from the fact that you were high maintenance. <laughs> How are you going to laugh with them, babe? Because <laughs> I can totally see it. Oh, oh that's a bird. Just wait, till you, just wait till you have kids, baby. It's okay. <laughs> he knows it's true. <laughs> He took. He is very proud of his high maintenance lifestyle. Well, let's say our prayers, family. Father, we love you. Father, we love you with all in us. We bless your holy name, Lord Jesus. Thank you for all that you say and all that you do. Thank you, thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you for allowing us to kneel before you and bless us with wisdom and understanding. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for watching over all the details of our lives. Who are we that you, the God of the universe, should be concerned with us? Who are we? But you are. You love us. You watch every detail, every word, every transgression, and you're carefully watching over every blessing that you send to us to be sure that we receive it, Father. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. As we, as we read your word, as we read your word tonight, we ask that you would take that word and that you would allow that word to take deep root in our hearts. Please bless and keep us. Protect us such that the enemy cannot steal that word away from us. As we go to sleep tonight, we pray that you'd watch over us and let us not be led into temptation. Lord Jesus, we ask you to bring swift swift reconciliation to our government that the people would see justice that they would see that they would be able to see your hand and your truth that we would be able to see a light again lord and i know that it was our complacency our desire to sit back and mind our own business that has allowed our entire nation to be sold out to the corrupt, to the liars, to the thieves. We let the wolves in the hen house, Lord. We ask you to forgive us for that. We ask for forgiveness and we ask you to come and help us reestablish your dominion your authority, your righteousness. 
help us to bring a rod of iron and to bring justice back to this land and to turn every heart to you. To run the money changers out of the temple. Help us, Lord. Help us to do what is right and what is righteous in your eyes. And to think and act in accordance with your word. Please bless and keep every member of this family. Give us revelation of your word so that we can walk in health and well-being, Lord, so that we can walk in strength. We pray your armor over us, Lord God. Shot our feet in the preparation of the gospel of peace. Let us stand on the peace that surpasses all understanding. Gird us in truth, the truth that is your word, and is not what we see or what we feel or what we hear. Wrap us in the breastplate of righteousness, the righteousness that is our inheritance, our inheritance when you died on the cross. That righteousness is your will and testament, our inheritance which you've given us, Lord, and we can stand before the throne, white as snow because of it. Give us the helmet of salvation so that we cannot hear the whispers of the devil and so that our eyes can only see forward. In our, in our hand, buckle on the shield of faith so that we can quench the flaming darts of the enemy. And in our other hand, the sword of the spirit, which is your word. Lord, help us to walk forward in boldness and strength and to stand on your word in all we say and do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good night, family. Love you. Good night, guys. Love you.